0: This Shabbos, if we would be in shul, which we're not, but if we would be in shul, we would say the prayer of Birchas Achodesh, the blessing for the new month. On the Shabbos before Rosh Chodesh, we say a prayer to ask Hashem that the new month should be a good month for us. And this week, Saturday night, Matzoi Shabbos, and Sunday is Rosh Chodesh Sivan, the beginning of the Jewish month of Sivan, getting ready for Shavuos. And therefore, this Shabbos is the day for Bircha Sachodesh, the blessing for the new month. The truth is, the obligation to say this prayer is only in Shul with a minion. It is not obligated, there is no obligation for individuals at home to say it. But. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with saying it at home. And I would strongly suggest that we do say this prayer tomorrow on Shabbos and that we say it with special intensity for all of the desires and wishes that we have. And I think it would be appropriate to spend just a few minutes to try to gain a deeper appreciation for the words of this beautiful prayer. If you want to follow it along in the Siddur, that's fine. You don't have to. But if you want to follow it along in the Koran Siddur, it's on page 527. (coughs) In the Art Scroll, it's on page 452. Again, the Koran 527, Art Scroll, 452. And if you do not have it, don't worry about it. So it's interesting that the Talmud tells us we know exactly who wrote this prayer. It was written by the great... Hamuric sage, Rav, and it was not written for this purpose. The Talmud has a fascinating passage in Masech Brachos where the Talmud says that at the end of the Amidah, the sages wanted to add a personal, private petition prayer. One more paragraph. There's Shmon Esrei, 18 paragraphs during the week. Of course a 19th was added so really it's 19 but after that's over after the prayer for peace it's really over but we add a private <laughs> petitional prayer and the question was what should that prayer be and the talmud describes the different rabbis wrote different prayers for that purpose and what's interesting is each of the alternatives is a very beautiful prayer and each of them is used for a different purpose for example, Rav, as I told you, wrote this prayer, Yehira Tzom M'fanecha that we use now as the birchas achodesh, the blessing for the new month. Rava, the sage Rava, said, wrote the prayer, Elakai, Ad Shelo eni chadai That's a prayer that we now say on Yom Kippur. My God, before I was created, I was not worthy. And after I'm created, I'm certainly not worthy. Okay, it's a little bit more uh, pessimistic, but that was the prayer that he felt was, was appropriate. Jewish custom did not accept to say that one every day, but on Yom Kippur we say that. Mar Bre de Ravuna, Mar the son of Ravuna, said the prayer, Elakai, my God, Nitzar Lashone Meira, Uzvasecha Medabri Mirma, guard my tongue from evil. And that's the one that has been accepted that we say as the prayer at the end of Shemon Esrei. It was written by Mar, the son of Ravhuna. but one of the alternatives was this prayer. Okay. So, if you want to take a look at the words, let's look at the words. Again, in the Quran, page 527, in the Archgirl 452, and if you do not have it, don't worry about it. May <speaking> it <in Hebrew> be your will before you, Hashem al-Lakeinu, our God and the God of our ancestors, <speaking in Hebrew> that you should renew for us this month, this coming month, for good and for blessing. Notice, it's not by accident. The word Shetachadesh is the same root as the word Chodesh. And that's on purpose. Shetachadesh means to renew. Chodesh or Chidush means renewal. We refer to the cycle of the moon. We refer to our months which are, in fact, the cycle of the moon, the lunar cycle, as a chodesh because the moon renews itself. It starts off invisible, it gets larger and larger, then it gets smaller and smaller, and it looks like it has disappeared, and then it is renewed. So the cycle of the moon is described in the word that we have for it, chodesh. And it is an apt metaphor for Jewish history. It's a metaphor for a person's life. A person can go through something tragic and catastrophic but still be able to renew themselves as the Jewish people has been able to do over and over again. Contrast the word chodesh, which means renewal, with the word shana. Shana, we translate that as year, but that means a solar year. The word shana means repetition. The solar calendar does not have any renewal within it, it just stays the same. Every day, a couple minutes different than the day before, just goes around in a circle, no renewal, no drastic change, just the same thing every day. And it is on purpose that we follow the lunar calendar because of the metaphoric associations and the moral and spiritual lessons that we are to get from it. We follow the lunar calendar in order to have a daily guide to moral and spiritual development through renewal. And we ask that, vatiten lanu, we ask Hashem to give us chayim aruchim, long life. We all want long life. But as the prayer makes clear, the length of our life is not the only criteria and it's not even the most important aspect of life. Because we ask for chayim shel sholom, a life of peace. Because if we're living a life without peace, external peace, internal peace, emotional peace, social peace, if we're living without that, then the length of our life may be intolerable. Then we ask for Chayim Shel Tovah, Chayim Shel Bracha, a life of goodness, a life of blessing. Life has to be meaningful. It has to be filled with accomplishment. There has to be a purpose, a sense of mission. Because again, otherwise, just living more days is not such a great thing. Living meaningful days, that's what we're praying for. And then we say, Chaim Shal parnasa, a life where we have parnasa, where we're able to support ourselves and our family. For many of us, asking Hashem for help with Parnasa includes all of the above. Because on the one hand, when we are suffering with a lack of Parnasa, we will not have shalom, we will not have harmony. But when we are living a life where we are able to support ourselves, often that goes hand in hand with a life of meaning that what we are doing to support our families is also something that is meaningful and constructive. And there are so many different definitions of that and ways to understand that and ways to look at that. And then we add the phrase, Chayim, we ask Hashem, Chayim Shall atzamos, a life, especially this month, of physical health. How important is this phrase, Especially for the world, all of us, the world, today, this month, that we are praying for physical health. <laughs> we ask Hashem for a life that has a reverence of heaven and a reverence of sin, that we should not only desist from doing what is wrong, but we should not be tempted. We should not be interested in doing what is wrong. Rather, we should be driven to doing and wanting what is right and what is good. (laughs) We pray to Hashem that in the coming month we will have a life that does not have embarrassment and humiliation. When a person has become embarrassed and humiliated it causes such problems, it can happen through no fault of one's own, but it can ruin a person's life. It's easy to say, ignore what other people say, but sometimes it's very, very difficult. And we ask Hashem for help with that. We ask Hashem for a life of wealth and honor. It's extremely important to keep in mind that asking God for wealth is not asking God for an amount. There is no amount that makes us wealthy. Rather, our sages have explained to us who is wealthy, a person who is happy with what he has. Because if you are happy with what you have, you will always be wealthy, regardless of the amount. And if you are not happy with what you have, there is no amount large enough, there is no number of zeros at the end sufficient to make you happy. So it is not an external request for a specific number for God. It is rather asking God to help us feel satisfied and fulfilled with what we have. And the same thing with honor. The truth is, some people run after external honor for others to honor them for titles for recognition and so often that honor is false that honor has an ulterior motive and ultimately it is unsatisfying the only honor that is really meaningful is when we honor ourselves and we ask Hashem in these words to give us the insight and the courage to take honor in what we are proud of even if it is not recognized by others. We ask Hashem for Chayim Shetehebanu Avas Torah V'Yira Shamayim. We ask God that we should have a life that is filled with a love of Torah not just observing the laws very often people use the phrase is a person shomer shabbos do they observe shabbos yes it's important to observe shabbos but that's not the goal the goal is not just to observe it but to love it the goal is not to not just to observe the commandments but to love them and that's really the message of shavuos The message of Shavuos that starts next week is that we're not only receiving the Torah, but we're enthusiastic, we're excited to be receiving it. We have a love of being able to be enriched by these mitzvos. And then the last phrase, Chayim sheyimalo mishalos libenu. We ask God in this month that we should have a life where the wishes, the prayers of our heart are fulfilled. Right now, we have so much to ask for. We have so much to pray for. We pray to Hashem that if we are healthy, that we should stay healthy. That if we are not healthy, that we should become healthy. That others that we love should also be healthy. We ask and pray that Hashem will allow us to feel secure in the future, both in terms of our health, in terms of our emotion, in terms of our finances, because so much of the future, especially now, is unclear to us. We pray to Hashem that we'll be able to get back to normal, whatever that normal is going to be. We ask Hashem to protect doctors and nurses and orderlies and researchers, so that they should be able to find a cure that will be able to help all of us get back to a normal life. And we ask Hashem to protect all of those people that are also risking their lives in order to make our lives more comfortable. Clerks, cashiers, service people, people working in stores, people answering telephones, often from home. So many people are working and they are risking their own lives and their health in order that we should be able to be more safe and more happy. And we pray to Hashem to help us and to protect all of them and to protect their families. This Shabbos in particular. (laughs) Chayim sheyimalu mishalos libenu. We need to express everything that is in our hearts, to present to God, please, all of the prayers that are in our heart, please fulfill them. But there's one more word. Chaim Shimalu Mishalos Libenu Litova. We say to God, we ask this month that we have a life where you fulfill all of the prayers that are filling our heart for good. It's a strange word. Of course, the prayers that are in our heart that we're expressing, of course they're for good. If they weren't for good, we wouldn't be asking for them. Isn't it obvious that our prayers are for good? Why do we add this word? (laughs) Chayim Shiimalu mishalos Libenu Litova. Fulfill all the wishes of our heart for good. The Rashash, one of the classic commentators to the Talmud, gives the following answer. The Rashash says, "Mishum so, davar, asher leha adam There are certain things in life. <coughs> excuse me. There are certain things in life that a person thinks that this is what I want that this is good for me. But the truth is, it's not good for me. I might ask for a specific outcome in a certain situation. I might think that it is good for me, but I might not be correct. It could be that what I am asking for is really the opposite of what is really good for me. We have to be very careful about praying for specific outcomes because only God knows what is truly good for us. And for us to think otherwise, for us to think that we know best the specific outcome that we want to pray for, that's an arrogance. That's a chutzpah. So we pour out our heart. We pour out our heart with everything that our heart wishes and prays for and desires. But we end with humility. The last word we say is, God, if there is anything that I have asked for or any detail of what I am asking for that is really in your infinite wisdom not good for me, I defer to you. I leave it up to you. Choose the parts of my prayer that are really good for me, not just what I asked for. This week, we have a lot to ask for. And I urge you, as I hope to do, that we pour out our hearts with the Birchas HaChodesh, with these beautiful words, Asking Hashem when we have so much to ask for. Chayim sheimalu mishalos libenu latova And may God Himself answer, Amen. My friends, I wish you all a great Shabbos. A wonderful Rosh Chodesh. Looking forward to next week, to Shavuos. Shabbat Shalom.